That is hardcore. This is hardcore shit. For me, it's harder to versus. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Horror with Mike and Bridget. I am Mike, and I have Bridget with me. Hey, Bridget, what's going on? Yeah. What's up, Mike? Ah, uh, not much. I'm back with another episode. We got some guests tonight. Who are they? Yes. So tonight we're talking to Kevin and Mel Williams. Um, okay. They are with School Angel Productions. Uh, Mel's an actress and um, a horror movie writer. And Kevin is a writer and a director. So, yeah, I'm excited to hear about some projects that they've worked on recently. Awesome. And they made a film. They made a fan film, right? Um, You ever watch those fan films? I mean, have you watched a lot of that stuff? I have watched um, a few of them on YouTube. I mean, Mm -hmm. some of them are, I do appreciate. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. People, a lot of them get a lot of hate, but. I'm like, man, it's a fan film, you know, that people do it because they love it and they put a lot of work into it. So I can really appreciate that. But oh, yeah. I do, I do appreciate the fan films. You know, hell, it's more them, than I'm doing. It's more well, than I'm doing over here, you know. Well, you know, some of them are actually really elaborate. I mean, you've seen some of those like Never Hike Alone, Jason films and stuff. I mean, That's some a of them good are, one. Never Hike Alone is a good one. <laughs> some, of them, some of them get really, really, uh, almost i would say professionally you know so yeah i yeah. mean they're de- they're definitely uh um something to check out uh <clears throat> so anyway before we get started on what we've been watching so i talk a little bit about um like collecting and stuff we talked about collecting because i know we're both kind of collectors and stuff um and i, I we don't want need to talk about digital versus physical because i think i know your take on that the physical copies right yeah as opposed to to digitals but uh, as far as collecting, what what is there a certain format you like? It, are, are you going with all of the formats? You go DVD, Blu-ray, 4K, the yeah, just whatever I can get my hands on. The, the um, new, the new, probably 8K eventually. Is that is that where you're where you're at with it? Um, no, not yet, yeah. not yet. Working on it though. What about you? Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I think probably as far as physical copies, I'm going to quit at Blu-ray. I didn't go 4K. Uh, and I know they've gotten a lot cheaper now and stuff, but uh, I don't know. It's really hard to just buy and buy the same movies over and over and over again. You know, There's definitely movies that I had on VHS and DVD and Blu-ray. And, and a lot of them I do have. On, like with 4K, a lot of them I would just like buy probably digitally, I think, because it's just a little simpler. Because there's just a lot of content you know but uh, and as a collector i mean there's certain things that you can only get on dvd or some things you can only get on vhs and you know and so it's it's always uh, a bit of a, a strenuous hassle to be like i'm gonna collect it here and here and here and here and here they always come out with these boutique labels that have all these great extras and stuff especially with horror i mean you know there's quite a few labels that do that and so you know it's it's a lot it's it's a lot of um money it's a lot of space (laughs) i was gonna say i was gonna throw that out there i'm like you know what the bad thing about it is is that damn like the good thing about digital it's all like programmed in right there Mm -hmm. yeah but when you have the hard copies but there is something about me just opening them cabinets and seeing my little horror collection i love it Uh yeah no i mean there's definitely ones that i would i would have 
you know, always on a physical copy for sure. And there's, you know, a lot of the indie stuff you're never going to find on digital, you know. Yep, true. And that that sort of stuff. And digital can always change. Digital has evolved and changed and swapped. I mean, they're pretty at, much at a pretty stable spot now, I think. But you never know with that sort of stuff. So it's a little bit of a gamble, I think, more more or less. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, for me, like, I was – I was kind of just with DVDs for the longest time. And I really, to be honest, I didn't really get a Blu-ray player until after I made candy and I started making discs, mm-hmm. <laughs> Blu-ray discs. And then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I'll start collecting them. So now I've got quite a few of them, but you know, um, I mean, it's really good to have that format, but I don't know. I'm not really like, I got to have everything that looks exactly like the cinema, you know, I mean, you know i grew up on vhs so you know it's not like i can oh my god i can't watch this it's too grainy you know it it doesn't bother me uh Uh, sometimes i like the grainy effect though because it kind of reminds me of being a kid (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. i mean i'm not gonna be like total hipster about vhs you know like they are with vinyl you know i'm not gonna say like oh my god it's a superior format it definitely is not (laughs) superior format but it is fun to to watch some sometimes you know to kind of like you said go back to your childhood a little nostalgia yeah you you know for me it's i don't really can't say that i oh i want a blu-ray of this or dvd of that or a vhs of this it's just whatever Mm -hmm. i can really get my hands on sure um at the time so i i started this thing a few years ago um um, 1981, I started collecting horror movies from 1981. Supposedly, I was still to this day don't know. So if, if when we post this uh, podcast up, if anyone wants to comment, I would love to see comments on it. But um, I had read a long time ago that 1981, there was more horror movies filmed in that year than any other year, which was also the year that I was born. So I started collecting horror movies from 1981 and I have them in like all different kinds of formats. And um, it's just something fun that I started doing. Um, yeah. Well, if you can recall, I'm pretty sure I debunked that, but it, it, but we're talking, we're talking quantity, quality over quantity. And then I think 81's got it. Oh, did you debunk it? Do we talk about this already? <laughs> yes, oh, we did. Shit. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, we sure did. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a little while. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no. Um, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, my issue with digital, and I'll go ahead and put this out there. I don't know if we've talked about this or not, but with the thing with digital is that you buy these movies through Amazon. That's an example. Okay. You yeah. buy these movies mm-hmm. through Amazon and you have to pay Amazon this membership, right? Well, the moment that you, you know, maybe have a life change or whatever, and you no longer have an Amazon membership, I think that you lose the movies. No, you don't, you don't lose the movies you purchase. You can still watch those. You don't have to have prime to watch the movies. You, you don't purchase. have to have it. Okay. No, but you do have to have prime to watch the prime movies, obviously, you know, that stuff. But no, if, I, you, if you, if you pay for it, the only problem with that sort of stuff, is just the licensing. If somehow they lose the license to that particular movie for some reason, which doesn't happen that often, but if it happens and sometimes, you know, like um, studios switch hands or they get absorbed into other bigger studios and stuff. Uh, but if that happens, you could lose the movie. And that's, yeah. that's the only thing. But no, you can you can buy them and, and not have Prime. You know, if I was going to guess how many movies that I own digitally, mm-hmm. my number would be about five. Okay. How many for you? 
Digitally? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know roughly, but it's it's a little over 3,000. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't even know how you keep up with it. All right. I, am I scared to ask how many hard copies you... Uh, that's over about 2000 i think when did you start when did you start collecting movies <laughs> well you know like i said i went through a lot of phases you know i went because i i started years ago i mean when when back when they were crazy expensive you know 20 dollars a piece and, and stuff and so i wouldn't get that many <laughs> then but and then i went through a period where i was selling off movies i sold off a lot i had it i got it down to like a very small collection there for years because <clears throat> a lot of my stuff was just kind of in storage in a sense and uh i wasn't really watching them so i had it down to about two boxes which was i don't know it was just a couple hundred maybe i don't know and then here about four or five years ago i started re recollecting again and you know and nowadays you know you can get a lot of stuff a lot of really good stuff really cheap a lot of good stuff um you can buy you know online um, a lot of, of these labels and stuff, they do sales and stuff now, so you can actually get stuff a lot cheaper. I mean, Blu-rays, when they first came out, weren't they like $25, $30? I mean, About, they're crazy. Uh, yeah, $30. Yeah, well, I yeah. Even think I've paid like damn $40 from which back is, in the day. Which is wild. But now you can get, you, know, you can luck up and find one for $5, $10, even cheaper. You yeah. know what's crazy is, so I've had Blu-rays and DVDs, like gazillions of them over the years. Well, I obviously would never get rid of anything in my horror collection because that's my thing. But um, I was I've been cleaning out all, you know, went five months without working and cleaning out closets and things. And I pulled out probably a good 300. I think I counted them like 328, I think, mm -hmm. uh, Blu-rays and DVDs of just comedies and dramas and action just all these things nothing horror related because i won't get rid of those tried yeah. to sell them in a yard sale for like two dollars a piece i didn't sell not one not well, one it's well, crazy it's, uh, it, it's the thing is um the value has dropped a lot and you can blame that on uh well walmart at first initially for their because they would do like 350 bins or something like that and then but now dollar tree and and dollar stores and stuff like that they have them for even cheaper so people have re but the, the main thing is, is people just have gone streaming it's not about the value of the discs more or less it's just that people just don't most people don't collect anymore i mean they don't want to they only did it mostly because they wanted to watch the movies and now they can watch the movies through a streaming platform for the most part you know if you're just wanting like a regular typical hollywood studio movie more chances are more likely you're going to be able to find it on a streaming site. So uh, people just don't want the clutter and they just get rid of them. So they don't have a need for them anymore. Mm. I know it's really sad. You have to be very, very passionate about it for me to have my horror collection, you know, that's, and for the space that it takes up, but I'm telling you, I open them cabinet doors. I'm like, Ooh, look at my horror. <laughs> <selection> <laughs> over here. Right. It's just right. something about it, but no, it's not for everyone for sure. For sure. Right. Right. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. You uh, want to go with what, what you've been watching? Um, yeah, yeah. So we can definitely talk about it. Uh, not a lot. I okay. Again, I'm just I just pull out just a random few that I've watched because we watch so many. Um, it would take me forever to <laughs> rattle them off. So sure. tis the season. Trying mm -hmm. to get in the mood, right? Um, yep. I watched um Jack Frost. 
Cool. Yeah. yeah. Never seen one. it before. Oh yeah. That's never cool. seen it before. That's uh, a fun one. It is. It is fun. It's corny and goofy as shit. Yes, but yes. the gore, <laughs> it makes up for it. Uh, so <laughs> I, I appreciated that one. Another one that um, I checked off my list that's been on my list forever. It's just one of those that everyone's probably going to make fun of me for never seeing it before. But um, I watched Video Drone for the first time. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, my God. It was so good. The practical effects. I love. Love. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. Um. Uh, Michael versus Jason. Um, yeah. So watch that. Um, we're actually getting ready to talk to the um, the director and one of the actresses later on. So I'm not going to talk a whole lot about that one right now because we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, another one I watched, um, again, trying to get into like the Christmas spirit in my horror twisted kind of a way. <laughs> uh, I watched While She Was Out. Have you seen that one? With uh... Kim Basinger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About the kid? Uh, is, 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 no, that's blessed. That's tough. While she was out. Yeah, while she was out, Kim Basinger, uh, I, she's like... I may be getting us too confused, but I think I've seen it. Um, you, you are getting little... confused. Bless this child is a completely different movie. Uh-huh. Um, so Kim Basinger, she's like um, the suburban housewife with twins and... Um, Christmas night, she's got kind of an abusive husband. Mm-hmm. Christmas night, she goes out and... She's in the mall parking lot and she sees a vehicle that's double parked. So she goes and write them a note. She writes them a note, you know, nice parking job, asshole, because she couldn't find a parking spot. And she's terrorized by these teenagers like all night long. Okay. That I mean, good. maybe I haven't seen that one. Yeah. It was, I liked it. Um, I never even heard of it, um, but it was. Well, I've heard of it, but I think I, I think I was like, oh, I've seen it because I saw the other one. <laughs> Yeah, probably so. Who can be sure? Yeah, no, it's it was good. I had never heard of it. It was it was cute, and it was um, you know, kind of had it was you know on Christmas Eve. The night was on Christmas Eve, so it was kind of you know had the little holiday in there. And so after that movie was over, um, you know, I think I watched it on Tubi. You know, it just plays the next movie. So I was like, and I just kind of sucked into it. It was when strangers appear. I don't, I don't know if you'd consider it a horror movie. It says it's considered a horror movie. I didn't think it was scary or anything. I think it was more of kind of a um, psychological, but it was, it was okay. It was an older movie, but when Mm. strangers appear, that's what it's called. Okay. All right. So, well, uh, while she was out, you got to check that one, check that one out with Kim Basinger. Yeah. All right. What about you? What what do you got going on? Uh, a few things, a little bit of this here. Um, somebody watches and, and, and stuff, and a few new new ones. Uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Um, well, not in 3D, but you know what I'm talking about the Texas Chainsaw one, the one that they try to do the sequel to yes. the original. Yes. Uh, how do you feel about that movie? Uh, so I saw this in the movie theater when it um, yeah. when it so came out. Did mm-hmm. you? Okay. Um, yeah. Saw in the movie theater. I I can't yeah. say that I love. Okay, I can't <laughs> say that I loved it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think there's a lot of things they could have done differently. I think they were trying to put a different. I'm always trying to give pull out positives. That's what I do. I think mm-hmm. they were trying to go for a different angle, but it, for me, it just didn't work. Right, right. Well, you know, the positives. You know, they tried to. Well, 
you got you got the beginning scene where it's got Gunnar Hansen back in it, which is always good. That's the first yeah. uh, Texas Chainsaw movie he was ever back in. Of course, Bill Mosley's there, you know. Yeah. To John John Dugan, Grandpa, and uh, um, uh, even what's her name who played Sally. Um, so, um, uh, you know, uh, that that stuff is good. It, the only thing is, there's a lot of plot holes and stuff that happen without the movie. It's kind of unforgivable, and you just can't really get past it, unfortunately. But anyway, I watched this, and I uh, we were talking about. Uh, digital and physical copies. Uh, I watched this on Blu-ray, and it actually has a lot of extra stuff on the Blu-ray. Uh, there's some commentary tracks with uh, Bill and 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 all of them. There's a lot of interviews and stuff with him and Gunnar Hansen and everything. So that's really cool to, to see, especially you know because obviously Gunnar's no longer with us and everything. So um, I do recommend just getting the disc for all of the features because there is a lot to it. But um, the movie itself is a little bit. Eh. Yeah, I, I have a I have a like hate relationship with it, and definitely don't love it. I like parts of it. I, there's there's something about it I do like, and there's a lot about it I don't. That's kind yeah. of that's kind of how I am too. I'm like I'm like I can't say that I hate it, but I can't say I loved it either. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so next was Bigfoot: The Lost Coast Tapes. This is more of a found footage Bigfoot thing. Uh, next was unhuman that's that new movie with those kids on the bus and it's kind of zombie ish like um up next was a movie on shutter called mandrake up next was one called death ranch which is kind of a grindhouse sort of kkk movie pretty interesting uh up next was smile this movie that's been um came out a while back and was number one there for a while in the box office is that your first time seeing it uh, it was my first time seeing it. Yes, I've uh, never, se- I've never seen it. Okay, it's on Paramount now. Um, I like it. I mean, it's it's there's nothing original about it. It's it's all been done before. It's all very much uh, well. I could tell you what what it's like, but that might give a lot of it away. But you know, it's it does have a lot of <clears throat> very prominent influences to it. But uh, it's still it was it was it was fun. Like you know when I. When I was done with it, I wasn't uh, mad what, or angry. What, what year was that movie? It just came out, 2022. Oh, it was 22. Oh, it just came out. Mm-hmm. It was number one over the Halloween weekend, I think. I guess. I guess I've been watching it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I feel like it was last year, but I feel like they've been talking about it forever. They have been talking about it for a while, and if, yeah. you know, and, and at first it's hard to dismiss because obviously the smile looks just like that uh, Truth or Dare movie a little bit. So yes, that. So you got that. You got that. But then there's other parts that will make you think of other movies and stuff. So, but like I said, I wasn't. I didn't hate it, but I mean, if I if I was going in looking for originality, I think it would have probably been that. <laughs> yeah. But it's definitely what you would call maybe a formula movie. But again, I, I was just okay with the formula at that moment when I watched it. Okay. Uh, up next was Alone in the Dark, 1982, with Donald Pleasance and Martin Landau. Uh, pretty decent little movie. Up next was Hold Your Breath, a 2012 movie. Uh, it's about some kind of um, legend about holding your, your breath over graves of evil people. And that's... You know, that's about it. <laughs> I haven't heard was, of that one, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Up next was a new movie called If She Screams. Okay. Came out last year. Um, the problem with this movie is that it just doesn't know what it wants to be. You know, it, it, it's like it tries to be like sort of these backwood people capturing people, but then there's like these aliens, but then there's like these other people. 
like it really never settles on what it wants to be. Uh, so it wasn't really that good because of that. I think it just never could find a plot to, to hold on to. Up next was a, a rewatch of Pet Cemetery. Uh, up next was a rewatch of Haunt. Have you seen Haunt? Um, what is it? What's it about? Because Haunt sounds just so <laughs> original. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's it's in. I lump it in with all these other movies. It's it's about you know these people that go to a haunted house and you know there's more things going on into the haunted house other than being a legitimate haunted house you know there's killers and stuff in there that just that sounds like i've seen that movie like a gazillion times. well there are a lot of them there's this one there's Hellfest. there's blood fest there's yeah. talon falls i mean i actually like all of them for the most part i i, I and this one's one of the probably one of the better ones uh, of the bunch but uh it's it's by the the writer of a quiet place okay um, but yeah, it's it's worth checking out if you haven't seen it. Um, okay. Up next was a new film called The Devil's Workshop. Okay. I haven't heard of that one. A struggling actor spends a weekend with a female demonologist to prepare for an audition. Um, it was okay. I guess I didn't really... I don't know if I even saw the trailer before watching it, so I, I guess I didn't really know what to expect. Uh, not great, but... Uh, yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Okay. Uh, up next was Slashback. Have you seen this one? No. Nope. This one's dropped on Shutter recently. Uh, when when Micah and her ragtag friends discover an alien invasion in their Arctic hamlet, it's up to them to save the day. Uh, I really like this movie. This one was really good. Uh, this one's on Shutter. <clears throat> Spoiler alert: These aliens they they infect like creatures and and humans and stuff. And when they do, they um, they they look really twisted, and they 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 move really like grotesque, like it's it's pretty cool though. I, I would recommend it. Okay. Up next was a rewatch of the Exorcist Part Three. But have you seen the Exorcist Part Three? I know you have. Yeah, yeah. Do you like do you like the Exorcist Part Three? Um, not really. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. so Part two is terrible. It's it's probably one, one of the worst <laughs> movies that was ever made. Okay. Uh, I, I will tell you this. When I was younger, I watched part three and I didn't really get it. I didn't really get it. I didn't really, it didn't really resonate to me with, with me. Now that I'm older, I love it. I absolutely love it. So that means I probably need to um, have a rewatch because I have not watched it since, oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Yeah. I had to be, I would, had to been pretty young though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, my first couple of watches, I, I was like, eh, it's not The Exorcist, man. And it's not The Exorcist, but it is actually directed by the writer of The Exorcist. Um, so anyway, I watched the director's cut, which I had never seen before. And uh, I, can, I can't give too much away since you've never seen it. Uh, well, I, I can because you've seen the other one. So in the in the version that everybody's seen, the, the regular version, you know, we have the, the guy um, <clears throat> from the original that's in the cell. Yeah, but it also played by the Brad uh, Dourif, the guy who played Chuck, Chucky, um, or voice Chucky rather. Um, so, anyway, but in the director's cut, it doesn't have the guy from the original Exorcist. It's, not, it's just the, it's just the Brad, the the, the Chucky voice guy, and they both do a great job. So I don't know which one I like better, but um, and it's, it definitely is a little different. But uh, yeah, I'd never seen the director's cut, so I checked that out. Up next was a movie called Fall. 
I don't know if he really considers a horror movie, but yeah, I guess so. You know, uh, you know, it's about these two girls that climb and then they get stuck up there. Uh, spoiler alert. It's kind of like the descent meets frozen. Adam Green's Adam Green's frozen. You know, I was going to say when you said they get stuck up there, that was the first movie that yeah. came to my brain was yeah, frozen. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was, it was okay. I, I didn't love it. Up next was poker night. Uh, Supposed to be a horror movie, but it's more like a cop drama thing. Uh, up next was a rewatch of the original Child's Play. And then the last thing I've been watching uh, on Netflix is that show Wednesday. Um, the new one with from Tim Burton, you know? Yeah, that has- yeah. I forgot so I forgot to actually mention that. So I've watched um, the first few episodes of it. Yeah, I'm about halfway through myself. What do you think? You liking it? Um, so far, I like it. You know what? It's I- it, For me to watch the first, the pilot, and I'm like, all right, I want to watch another one's a big deal. And I did. Yeah. I watched yeah. the first one. I want to immediately watch the second one. So awesome. Yeah. I mean, I love Tim Burton stuff generally. And then we have Christina Ricci in it. Of course, Jenna, Jenna Ortega. I mean, she's very quietly becoming this big name in horror. I mean, she was in the last scream and she'll be in the next scream. She was in uh, studio six, six, six. She was in, she was in X. She was in X. She was in X. Yeah. You're yeah. so right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, another another rewatch. I rewatched Pearl again. So, uh, yeah. So that that's that's about it. Um, but anyway, you wanna wanna get to talking to these uh, filmmakers? Yeah, let's let's give them a shout. All right, sounds good. Okay, so hey, Mike. Tonight we have uh, Kevin and Mel Williams uh, with School Angel Productions tonight. Hey guys, how are you? Hey, hey guys, we're good. Awesome. So, so exciting to have you guys on tonight. Um, I know you've um, had some projects in the past and you have some coming up. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Um, Mike and I were talking earlier. We always share which, um, you know, what we've been watching for the week. And one of the things that I watched this week was Michael versus Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that was one of your big projects. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, honestly, it was done. It was done years ago because you know we're not those same young cats that you see in that movie anymore. No, uh, uh, <laughs> no, we're not. But um, I um, think I uh, think like well, uh, Mel's so, the one that wrote it. I yeah, I wrote yeah. it. Um, I just just thought, like he wanted to he wanted to do a horror film, mm-hmm. and I uh, felt like the perfect opportune moment to write a horror script was you know at our computer smoking a cigarette and having a glass of wine mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. my that's my idea of a perfect you know setting to write a horror script oh yeah whatever floats your boat man whatever makes you creative if it works for you do it you know now if we had gone with the stuff that I had initially wanted in the actual script itself, uh, we probably would have had a much bigger budget, but we didn't. Uh, There were some pretty grotesque scenes that I had come up with that we just couldn't afford to put into the actual film itself. So uh, I'm, I've got a wicked sense of humor. I've got a pretty dark mind. So, but yeah, this, it was, it was a fun script to write, no doubt. What what year did um what year did you guys film that? I believe it was two thousand and nine. It was two thousand nine. Uh, you see, now I 
back when I was younger, I I I started with some haunted haunted attractions, kind of like how your uh, kind of like how your guy Tracy. Mm-hmm. So I, <laughs> yeah. So I did some haunted houses before, and I played Michael before with one of them. So I was familiar with what I was going to do with it. Uh, originally, we were trying to find people to play Jason. We had this one guy who was a stunt man, big guy. And we're like, perfect. And then he had the. Then something happened where he had to cancel out. And oddly enough, and, 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 uh, yeah. oddly enough, we interviewed Tracy. Yeah, we interviewed mm-hmm. your guy as well. Right. So <laughs> uh, we met Tracy and stuff, and I think he had something going on. Yeah, he had and, a conflict or whatnot, but we, we that's how we hit it off with him. Right. So we met him, and um, what's really cool about that movie is that we have a really good star in there who's who's in The Walking Dead in Season 4, Santiago Cirillo. Yeah. Um, uh, we actually filmed that at his house. That was his big acre of land. Oh, uh, that's awesome. I feel like I've, so, um, you know, we have mutual friends on social media. I think that I met him at Conuga. Um, this, it, well, the last, the last year I went to Conuga was 2020. Where does he live? Is he in the Tennessee area? Yes. He's in the Tennessee yeah, he, area. He only lives about maybe 35, 40 minutes north, northwest of here. Oh, okay. okay yeah, cool. he lives out in the country. His acreage of land is very nice. Anybody can get away with murder out there. No, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. no, he's. I, I remember him when when you had mentioned his name. I was like, oh, I know him. He was really, really cool. You know, he went down the horror track and you know um, had his picture with all of us. He seems he seems pretty cool, yeah. pretty legit. He was very cool. Uh, the yeah. uh, most of the cast, we have one cast member who's. Who was on that show Nashville? Uh, she was in a Hannah Montana movie as an extra. That's Amy Simpson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had another guy in there called Kenny. He's done some acting with Cirillo, and um, we had this one kid in there who played Craig. He played the stoner. Now, if you ever seen horror movies, there's always kind of that one stoner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and so, generally speaking, there's usually an asshole in every horror movie. Right. There's always so that one we, jerk who you know you just want to punch in the face. Well, we have those on on you know on the set as well. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. But the cool thing was most of these most of these guys that came on our uh, who were casted, they came in with their own energy. Sometimes they wanted to change something on the script that they wanted to put in there. Uh, the one scene where, uh, the one scene where the good, you know where Mel ends up stabbing the guy at the end, um, and. Um, which was a really big twist because we didn't know what we were going to do with that. And Mel just like, you know what? What if I was Michael Myers' sister and just stab him in the end and just walk away? <laughs> but, you know, what, what, what was ironic, though, is that we didn't mean to hold hands at the end. That was just like a, like, oh. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. We, we held hands at the end of that scene and everything. And so people, I don't even think people noticed that, to be honest with you. But we noticed it real quick. We're like, wow, look, it's brother and sister holding hands. Yay. <laughs> hey, that just puts an even a better twist on it. Right? You know? now, uh, now, we also did our, uh, we also did all of our own stunts in that one. Um, uh, mostly me and Santiago choreographed most some of them. And um, uh, some of the things you saw in there, like being slammed and hit, yep went for it oh that's awesome so i know i know mel you you had mentioned that there was a lot of things that you wanted to do but you just didn't have the budget to do it so you know fast forward years later 
do you still have those ideas and do you still want to bring those ideas to a new film? I mean, I would love to. However, it would probably become either NC-17 borderline or almost close to, I'm not going to say X-rated because that just that's just not up my alley really, but you know, it, it, like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the franchise I Spit on Your Grave. Sure. Okay. Well, there's certain, there's like a scene in the, in the uh, remake of that movie where the woman, the girl that's, you know, getting revenge on the guys that, you know, pissed her off, mm-hmm. uh, where he, I guess she's hanging this guy from a pole or something and decides to cut off his, you know, his shit yeah. <laughs> and yeah. stick it in his mouth. Well, I had an idea for that for our for, for that for that film that we did back in two thousand and nine. But I'm like, you know what? Maybe this might be too much because we don't have the props, we don't have enough of the money to be able to, you know, put something like that into the movie and everything. But I mean, everything worked out just fine. But I mean, the, the ideas that I have would definitely require more funds. You know, yeah. but you got you got to go for it, and you know you're on a podcast hardcore hard yeah. because yeah. we we love the extreme stuff. So I can just see Mike and I sitting over here right now, like getting excited right here talking about it. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, no, that's legit though. I mean, if you you can have all these great ideas and be like this great writer, but when it comes down to actually making the movie, when you want to do these like really awesome intense scenes and you want it to look good that you there's a little bit of money behind it and that you know that's unfortunate sometimes writing the the dark shit than i am actually putting it into action (laughs) Mm -hmm. i mean i'd rather be a little bit uh, like on the uh, and i'm not gonna say drunk side but i like to be a little bit you know intoxicated for scenes like that because i just i don't like watching myself on screen i don't i don't like seeing anything that has to do with myself but you know, other people enjoy it, but I definitely like writing stuff. Yeah. I like writing dark horror. Okay. So. Awesome. So, so you weren't really, so you, you're an actress, but you're really more, you're more passionate about writing. In some sense of the word. I mean, I'm not that creative. I'm not always that creative in that, in that, in that department. Kev actually is very creative in that department. He could write up a storyline, like write that in there. See me, I just, ha- it's all up in my head. Putting it out on paper can be a little bit more difficult. Like if I just see something, I, I I get a lot of ideas from movies that I see. I've watched a lot of crazy movies. Yeah, we, we too. We love them. We love them. I've even watched. I mean, I've I, I've seen some pretty horrific movies that most people would think, "Wow, you're a disturbed individual if you don't get like bothered by this particular scene in this movie." And I'm like, I, it just doesn't bother. Maybe it's because I've been watching horror film since i was a kid so it doesn't bother me at all yeah you but well you do you build a tolerance for it for sure i have definitely built a tolerance for it i mean nothing i mean movies just don't scare me now there are certain films out there that kind of give me the creeps but it's not really the kind of creeps that you know most people would think oh my gosh she's scared of that now it's it's more like real realism like real life situations mm-hmm. yeah scare me you know like that kind of thing would like the whole I'll just throw this one out there. Like the whole, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, tapes, things like that, like things that happened with him and so forth. The real life situation, like, wow, that could actually happen. That actually did happen. And, you know, things like that. Yeah. 
So what's your, um, do you guys have a favorite, favorite horror movie? Me, uh, actually for me, and I tell people this all the time, it's the 1978 Halloween. Um, for me personally, I've, uh, but I also really like the exorcist and a lot of, and I know our parents' generation, they went to that theater. They're like, oh, my God. That, you know, because if you think about it, that's the first of its kind to see some kind of possession. Yeah. And so it's really, like, really cutting edge and everything. So I I think those are, like, my two main, main favorites. But if we're talking about current ones, I like the Conjuring series. Yeah. You know, okay. I, I really like that kind of stuff. And I, cause I'm into the paranormal, so I like that kind of things. Awesome. All right. 70s. You can never go wrong with 70s horror movies ever. No. 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 What about what about you, Mel? Do you have any favorite horror movies? I definitely do. Uh, my Well, I'm not even wouldn't necessarily say this considered a horror to me personally, but it might be to a lot of other people. Uh, my favorite franchise would be the Saw franchise. I just love the blood and the guts and the, you know, the mind, the psychological thriller aspect of it all. And uh, my favorite black and white horror film of all time will be Dracula, Bela Lugosi's Dracula. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Awesome. No, that's no, that's awesome. Awesome. I, I need to go back and watch Dracula. I haven't seen that in a really long time. Yeah. I need to go back and go back and watch that one. You see Dracula. You see the original Frank, the black and white Frankenstein, uh, the Wolfman. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of them oh god i know <laughs> you can go on <laughs> on for days and days watching. oh yeah if we could uh if we could i would say this much we have talked about for about a year or two this is right before the pandemic hit but we were talking about wanting to do another horror film but i told her that i've always wanted to play jason because jason's my favorite horror character of all time so you know i'm tall enough big enough to play jason and, and i've been meaning to put you know, my mind into that world again of re of writing a really decent horror script again. But one I of the just, ideas we came up with is what if Jason was in around Christmas time? Yeah. <laughs> and um, it was an interesting and idea. Doing it on Saturday the fourteenth instead of Friday the thirteenth. Oh, well, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, there needs to be more um, <laughs> Christmas horror movies for sure. It really does. Yeah, because I, I came up with uh, one friend told me like, "Yo, you know what you could do with this? What a kill scene is? You can have Jason like hang him up with like a uh, Christmas ornament and um, hang him up with Christmas lights and um, start putting body parts as 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 a, as a part of his Christmas tree and just you know, I was like, well, you." Wow, you guys want Jason to go demented on this one? All right, all right. Oh, that is so funny. Oh, okay, is it? Do you have any any other uh, projects that you're working on? I know you uh, mentioned something about some shorts that you're working on some short stories right now. We we just do like we just do kind of like what you call like short stories for Mel's stuff that she does on the side. You know, it's mostly yeah, like, it's mostly like. Um... Uh, how do I describe it? <laughs> um, how would you describe the stuff that I do on the side? Like fantasy combat, like like you do you do some boxing, MMA, wrestling with it. I do yeah. wrestling. Well, yeah, that kind of stuff. I mean, we did that for about fifteen years. 
and then we slow we slow down on it because we're just getting older, <laughs> you know. But um, as far as like the shorts and stuff, you know, just it's mostly been focusing on the sites that I have. I don't have a lot right now. I just kind of started it up like a couple days, like actually a couple weeks after um, his father passed away. So um, yeah. we needed some extra income and so forth. So I've been kind of doing some uh, modeling related stuff. Oh, that's fun! Heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm having fun with it too. Yeah, so. that's that's awesome. Also, yeah. and you got you guys are local local to to us. Well, I'm Nashville. Um, Mike is a little bit further east, right? So, yeah, I'm still in Tennessee. Still in Tennessee. We're all, we're all Tennesseans over here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, we love our locals. You're in your movie. Your movie, um, Michael versus Jason, that was filmed in Nashville or somewhere around Nashville. It was filmed in Pegram. Actually, was it or was it was it Pegram or was uh, it? Um... It was more closer towards like Ashland City, like Cheatham County. Actually, Cheatham County. It was in Cheatham County. County. It was actually, I would say, it was probably closer to Adams, Tennessee. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Further, yeah. But for like a little bit further south west of Adams, and so I mean, we actually had a, we actually went to Adams before we went to his house just to be able to visit the area. It's a little creepy. <laughs> But yeah. Bell cool. Witch out there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And what's uh what's funny is about the when you mentioned the Bell Witch, we got two people that we're friends with that is one is a part of the Bell Bell family and the other one's a part of the Bats family. Yep. Wow. Nice. So, so um but uh, I'll tell you I'll give you a little scoop about when we when we filmed the movie, the first day we filmed, it was actually and you guys know about Tennessee weather, it's kind of bipolar. So um, yeah, pretty much. So um, actually, the first weekend that we filmed was so cold. No, no, no. The first day we filmed it was like in the sixties and seventies, and, and, and then wasn't was it happy. like, and then wasn't it like super cold? Like after that, yes, it was like super. There cold There was no snow that. though; it was just cold. It was frigid. It sucked. <laughs> and we were just, I mean, you know, I thought, okay, you know, maybe this, maybe this jumpsuit and mask will help me. Nah, I was freezing my balls off after that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing about filming. It, it uh, rain if it's raining, snowing, whatever. Everybody's on a on a schedule, so he's got to suck it up and do it. You know. Yep. The one yeah. thing I wish we would have done was I wish we would have like if Tracy would have done it, I would have had Tracy play Michael and I would have played Jason. So uh, uh, doing that fight scene with the guy that played Jason, the guy who directed it for us. He was like he was taller and lankier, so I had to kind of change a little bit of the fight choreograph on it. Um, but I really wanted to have a person that I can. I wanted to really be Jason to be throwing somebody around, but that was just my my thing. And going now, what's interesting in that scene where we're having that fight scene, Santiago f- finds this random house that in in the in the movie in the in that fight scene. There's a random house that we find. And inside the house was his gun. Actually, it wasn't a house. It was like a shack. It was like a. It was like a. It was small shack. It was was an abandoned. Yeah, it was like an abandoned shack. Yeah. Out in the middle of nowhere, really. Oh wow. Um, there's nothing creepy about that at all. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was actually right up my alley as we walked through, and I'm like, "This is awesome." (laughs) Again, nothing really scares me. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Another thing that Mel wrote in the script that didn't get put in there, but we had to change it around, was when 
is when we put the uh, blonde hair girl in the dryer, which she actually did fit in the dryer. Which was, yeah, she did. Um, but the original thing that Mel had wrote was that Michael was going to grab one arm, Jason was going to grab the other, and then we were going to rip her apart by tugging right. Lori with her. Um, which I would have loved that we had the the funds to do it, but that would have been... We didn't have enough blood. Yeah. That's all it was. We just didn't have sure. enough blood. Right. So that was kind of like, well... Guess we're just gonna have to. But honestly, a lot of the pe- a lot of most of the people that we worked with during that filming time were very, you know, helpful. You know, a lot of people pitched in mm-hmm. as far as you know, cameras and you know, location and you know, food combinations, things like that. It was it was a very fun experience. It is, and it's it's always like and it's a team effort. It is. You know? And you work with you work with these people for so long that they almost become family to you, you know. But hey, you guys pulled off you pulled off that scene very well. I know it's not what you originally wanted to do, but I thought you pulled it off pretty good. Uh, the the cool part about that girl that played the blonde, the don the blonde dits was uh, she was actually she told me she was really afraid of Michael. So I told her there was a scene coming that I didn't want her to know. But she, when she bumped into me, and all you can see is like half of my Michael mask. There was a part where she scared, where she uh, screamed bloody murder. That wasn't a fake scream. No. That was legit. <laughs> oh, that's pretty smart, though. Yeah, that's really smart. That was legit. She was genuine. She was genuinely afraid of Michael at that moment in that scene. So, yeah, there was a little small accident on the scene where I was uh, killing the redhead. When I slammed her head on the uh, steering wheel, I told her to put her hands up, but she didn't do it quick enough. And then you can actually hear her go, ow. <laughs> like, well, you know, you have to. And she's like, man, you really ran my head in there. I was like, well, yeah. He's got hard hands. Yep. <laughs> so how long did it take you guys to, to film? I think to it was, film, like, Michael. It was just over the course of two weekend period. Maybe was, three weekends. It was like three weekends. There, there, there was one point where we stopped filming and then we just filmed that last scene with me and uh, michael and jason's fight scene yeah and that was like another there, we had yeah. we had two different locations that we filmed at one was at that one warehouse area mm-hmm. but i think it was over the course of roughly about a three weekend pro it was a three weekend thing so three <laughs> weekends i love it get straight to the point get it in get it done and <laughs> yeah yeah. And believe it or not, it all happened. Didn't it happen like in October of 2009? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. it was around like the Halloween. It was it was in Halloween months. So it made perfect sense to do it then. Uh, we had, and then we had the viewing of it around. Um, we had the viewing around spring of 2010 and everybody came to do the watch party and got their own copies of it. And, and the crazy thing is we don't have our copy of it anymore. <laughs> I had to get it from online part. Yeah, yeah but I, we, I don't know what happened to our copy of it. It got it got lost in the shuffle between moves and all that kind of stuff. So, oh man, you should have like put that one in like a special box or something. I know, I know. And unfortunately, I mean, the only person that we think that might actually have a copy of it would probably be you know Santiago Cirillo. because everybody else that we've uh, that we associated with, majority of them have either a gone their separate ways or be just we just don't toss to them anymore oh, so, there was a blooper that was filmed oh, God, yeah, there, there was a blooper, blooper that was filmed between me and santiago when i was sitting there in the michael outfit on the chair he, he was like he's like you know what you have to come back to life and every time i have to pay the movie ticket you fucker yeah he was sitting in this chair uh, kev was dressed as michael he's sitting in this chair in cirillo's living room 
And all, like the whole cast was pretty much inside the same exact room. I'm not sure really what we were doing at that moment, but just out of randomness, really goes. He just looks at he just looks at Michael, and in his thing, just goes, you know, every time you come back to life, I have to pay the movie ticket, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, it was just got a huge laugh. That is so funny. That is so sounds like something he would say. Yep. Too. That's awesome. He was an awesome guy. He still is an awesome guy. Yeah. He's a good buddy. Definitely so. So. Yeah, so we 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 both were really big into horror. You know, we've been to some of those horror conventions. I know that uh Yeah, we've met some we've met some uh celebrities in the horror world. Yeah. Okay. I will say I will say the time the times that we met King Hunter I can actually we met King Hunter multiple times I can actually I can honestly say that his choke does kind of hurt yeah. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say did you get choked by King Hunter yeah, <laughs> yeah I have to, also yeah. got pre autographed a machete from him as well nice so yeah okay for free okay. I have to pay for it <laughs> okay so what happened was when we went to the 2007 Tattoo Horror Fest um, um I I bought the machete and I was gonna have Kane pay for it. Uh, I, I was going to pay for it to have Kane sign it. And all of a sudden, I don't know what Mel did, but Mel... I didn't do anything. He saw Mel and he's like, you know what? I'll sign it for I you for free. I just went up to him and I said hi. And he's like, hi. I was like, would you, you know, how much would it cost for you to sign my machete for me? And he said, no sweat. I'll give it to you for free. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Oh, that's that's awesome. He, he seems like he seems like a really legit nice person. Yeah, he is. Sure. Very, very laid back. I, I, I'll be honest with you, though. I didn't have a really fun experience with Danielle Harris because when we went yeah. up to go see her, she was on her phone and really didn't. Uh... She wasn't very sociable. Well, see, that's that's the thing about uh, meeting celebrities. You never know. Like when I met her, she was super nice to me. Uh, right. You know, I, I met Tony Todd. And he was super nice to me. My friends went back and met him like 20 minutes later. They said he was like kind of a total dick to him. I mean, you know, it's weird, but it's just like you catch him on an off, mo- off moment. Yep. You know, uh, for me, it was it was Hellraiser guy, Doug Bradley. He ignored me completely. I stood right next to him. He didn't even act like I existed for some reason. You know, I I don't know why. You know, everybody else says he's really nice, but so it's just so weird. Yeah, I guess it's all random. It really all depends on that moment. Right. Well, you know, I know the full moon's a really good one because I know Ben and Stacy Dixon do a really good job with it. And, you know, that's, I know they run Slaughterhouse for some people that don't, may not know. Yeah, yeah. We talk about slaughterhouse a lot on the, on the pod, so yeah, every everyone knows them. That yeah, no, they they put on a really good. Um, the, the festival is awesome, uh, but there's some other good ones. Conuga is a really good one. Um, uh, Mike and I just uh, worked the Creepy Con in Knoxville back in August, I think. So there's some. So there's some other good ones. We have. Um, Franken Con coming up, is that right, Mike? Yep, yep. It's called Bride of Franken Con this year, but yeah. Oh, nice. It's going to be in Alcoa. It's next to close to Knoxville. Yeah. That's actually not bad. That's not too far of a distance. It's only about a four hour drive. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Bridget. Hey, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you, um, are we doing movie quotes tonight? I'm ready for quotes. Yes. So, Kevin and Mel, we we do a thing um, every podcast. Um, I love movie quotes. Not always the best at them, but it's a it's fun to play. So, Mike is going to rattle off um, a movie quote, and between the three of us, we have to guess and figure out which movie it's from. Are you guys Are you guys down? 
Yes, of course. Is it a is it is it any film or just horror film or it's all horror. It's all horror. All horror. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. All right. You ready? Ready. Yeah, let's try it. All right. Here we go. Number one. It just occurred to me today that I have never celebrated Halloween before. And why is that? Well, one, we got a psychotic serial killer in the family who loves to butcher people on Halloween. And I just thought that it was in bad taste to celebrate. I know. What is it? Halloween is too low. There you go. I was going to say Halloween, but I was like, which one? There's so many of them. Halloween H2O. There you go. Yep. That's it. Awesome. Good guess. Good guess. It's also my favorite Halloween movie of the entire franchise, too. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Here we go. Number two. I think they'd like to see us together again. In what? A romantic comedy? Well, just because it's a love story doesn't mean it can't have a decapitation or two. Ooh, everybody's thinking about it, too. <laughs> Ooh, no pressure. <laughs> Go ahead and read it one more time. Sure. I think they like to see us together again. In what? A romantic comedy? Well, just because it's a love story doesn't mean it can't have a decapitation or two. I'm going to take a guess. Sure. Bride of Chucky. Nope. Uh, not that one. I was almost thinking. I have I, This one I am stumped on. So we have these two two characters. I'll tell you this: it's a meta movie, perhaps even one of the first meta movies, where you have um, this guy talking to this girl, trying to get them to collaborate together again on a movie. Oh shit. <laughs> what was that scream no it's before scream oh but you but let me just i'll just say you're in the right park <clears throat> i have no clue. yeah i have no idea no clue okay I don't know here, here, here's your biggest clue when you said Scream, it's not Scream. It is a meta movie, and it is by the same director. Nightmare on M Street. Which one? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that would be. It's a meta movie. It's it's the um it's the um, um Freddy's Final Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's Dead? It, is that what you're talking about? I guess. Nightmare? No, it's not Freddy's Dead. No, 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 no. Oh, what's Freddy's New Nightmare? New Nightmare. There you go. Wes, uh, that's what there I couldn't is. think of the name of it. There it is. I couldn't think of it. Robert England trying to get Heather Lamp- <laughs> to, uh, her, Heather to be in a movie again. Which, yeah, yeah, you practically yeah. had to spell that one out for us. That's so okay. That was, a, that. that was a little trickier because, you know, it's just, it's a. Uh, it's one of those that doesn't have a lot of quotable. Well, there were a couple, but I thought they were too easy. So that one. Okay. Okay. I got you on that. Here we go. Number three. All right. Check out this fucking guy. Well, hey, Jethro. This is a rave, not a I, Halloween I, party. Why don't you go find yourself a pig to fuck? What is it? Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> yeah, me too. 
<laughs> you weren't invited, Chris. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I assumed you guys would be a fan of that one, so I thought that. Yeah. Would be yeah. Good. All right, here we go. Number four. This one should be pretty easy as well. Hey, hey, do you want a beer, or do you want to smoke some pot, or we can have premarital sex? We love premarital sex. No? Yeah, no, you're like, that's really, <laughs> this is really easy. Well, I thought it was. Maybe it's not. It's, I guess it's one of those um, ones that either you love or hate, maybe. Think oh. about what franchise would that encompass, though. You want a beer or smoke some pot or have premarital sex? We love premarital sex. I mean, it'd be Friday 13th because that's all they do is have sex in the damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which one? Yeah, okay. Um, Is it the Friday 13th? I'm thinking it's like the re- the remakes. I'm thinking it's the remakes. Nope. No? Well, shit. <laughs> so it's the Friday 13th franchise, I guess. Yes. I, have, I, I, it, I guess. I want to guess maybe part three. Nope. Well, I would know part three. That one's my favorite, so... But no, I don't remember that one. I'll set the scene. Oh, just... wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't that this is that the scene where uh like the nurse and the dude, the guy. Maybe in that part four? Maybe the new begin uh, part new, four? Maybe new beginning? No, that's part no. five. No. No. There's two girls. And they're giggling yep. and laughing. Hey, do you want a beer? <laughs> Jason X. Jason X. Ah, ah. Guys, the one is the only Jason movie I really didn't like at all. <laughs> Mike, I can't get over your impression of the girls. <laughs> hey, here's the beer. Uh, I'm like, do it again. No, I'm just oh, well, you know what's interesting? When you said your favorite uh, Friday 13th was part three, mine is part six, and I like the part when he stabs a woman in the American Express card flies. Oh, yeah. Six is, six is really good. Yeah, it's one of my favorites as well. All right, last one, guys. Number five. Okay. Here we go. So, you don't believe in that otherworldly stuff, right? Are you kidding me? I believe in all that stuff. I wouldn't sleep one night in this place. Are you nuts? Oh, my God. I know this one, but I don't know. Is that that too uh, vague? It's, no, it's a haunted house movie. Yeah. Mm. No. No. Oh. No. Oh god. I shall know this later. Yeah. Well, it comes to me later. I'll be like, damn it. I can add like another line, and you'll probably get it. All right. Put can it all together with the okay. next one. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> so you don't believe in that otherworldly stuff, right? Are you kidding? I believe in all that stuff. I I wouldn't sleep one night in this place. Are you nuts? Four people were hung by their necks in that tree in your backyard. And that little girl is probably God knows where. Is it sinister? Yes. Sinister. Oh, yes. I know. I, it sounded so <laughs> Yes. Yeah. The, the, the four people hung in the tree. Um, I was like, <laughs> that's it. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I knew that you would get that one. That was fun. 
Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Guys, we love movie quotes. Love them. That's awesome. That's that was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, we don't we don't have anything else for you guys, but I did I did want to ask. So for listeners out there, if they want to um, find you guys on social media or find any of your films, like where can they find you guys at? Why don't you? You're the person. You're the expert in this department. So well, I I do have my own podcast. It's on YouTube. It's called Big Kev's World. I do a lot of different things on there and do some interviews, which I will. Maybe I have to bring you guys on and do that. Something like that. Have some fun on that. Um, yeah. we, uh, that's where you can find the Michael and Jason movie for anybody that's interested. It, it is on my channel. Um, as far as some of the stuff that uh, Mel does, you can, uh, if you want to. Um, yeah, I have a YouTube but right now, it's still somewhat in the beginning stages of things. Um, it's my alter ego. Uh, it uh, would be under Delilah's Fantasy Den. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. My alter ego name. So, you can find me on, on, on YouTube under Delilah's Fantasy Den. Okay. So, it, like I said, it's just in the beginning stages right now. So, okay. yeah. Delilah's Fantasy Den and Big Kev's World. Yes, Check ma'am. them out on YouTube. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, we have. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you can also find me with that uh, on Twitter and TikTok with Big Kev's World. So I have, okay. I have three things. So. All right, sweet. Well, man, we really cool. appreciate you guys coming on. We appreciate hey, guys. you guys having us. All right. Well, we'll, t- we'll chat soon. Thanks so much. Sounds like a plan. You guys have a good rest of the night. Okay. Yeah, guys. You take care. Okay. You too. All right, guys. All right. That was uh, Kevin and Mel, right? Yeah. Kevin and Mel. Very passionate about horror and, and their, their film. They put a lot of, they put a lot of heart behind it. You can tell. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. Uh, you got anything else for me? Uh, no, that's all I have for you right now. All right. I got some macabre melodies and then we'll be out. Yes. Let's do it. All right. I'm not going to have you guess maybe on this one because this was, I, I went a little darker and harder tonight. Unless you just, maybe, maybe you'll know these. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, stay tuned. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? Ready. Number one.
All right. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I don't know this one. <laughs> is this well, like is this from a movie or no? It's not from a movie. I probably uh, won't get it then. <laughs> no, I just thought we would go a little black metal. Um, okay. This time around, because you know, in the world of horror, I mean, that definitely is a genre that really delves into the horror. Uh, just listen to these lyrics. Uh, that song was "Buried Alive." The band is called Venom. Okay. Listen to some of these lyrics. It says, I'm alive but dead, awake but asleep, as friends gather around and mourn, mourners they weep. My mind thinks of all the things I've done. My body is cold, but my heartbeat goes on and on and on. And they lure me down into that hole in the ground. I scream out for help, but they hear not a sound. I tear at the lid. My fingers, they bleed. Is this happening to me, or is it just a dream? Summon the dead. Baphomet's call, blood on my hands. Let me out of here. <laughs> Buried alive. Buried alive. By Venom. Yep. Noted. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> can't get more horror than that, can you? That's right. All right. Here we go. Number two. Okay. All right. Well, that's some that's some um, that's some black death metal right there. <laughs> I mean, it sounds yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I I I'm, just, I'm like, damn! It sounds like maybe a Slayer. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's as close as I could get on that one. Okay. Uh, the song is called "Hammer Smashed Face." Okay. And did you hear all those wonderful lyrics? No, I couldn't <laughs> hear nothing. But- Right. Right, That's all I like it. That's all I had for you on that one. Right. Right. So the band is Cannibal Corpse. Oh, okay. Cannibal Corpse. Now, again, you heard nothing, but (laughs) yeah, your your version is so much better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what you heard, right? Yeah. Well, here's what he was saying. Okay. Okay. It says something inside me is coming out. I feel like killing you. Let loose the anger. Held back too long. My blood runs cold. Through my anatomy dwells another being, rooted in my cortex, a servant to do its bidding. Brutality now becomes my appetite. Violence is now a way of life. The sledge my tool of torture as it pounds down on your forehead. Eyes bulging from their sockets with every swing of my mallet. Smash your fucking head into a brain seepan. Through the cracks, blood does leak. Distorted beauty, ca- catastrophe, streaming slops splattered all over me. Uh, that's pretty horrific, if you ask me. Um, 
how in the hell do you even know what he's saying? <laughs> oh, I had to look it up. I can't. I'm like you. I can't. I don't know what he's saying. I can't decipher what he's saying. I mean, maybe if I listened to to it enough, I could. But I no, I can't. I was like, damn, you are a really good translator. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't pick it up on any of that. My translation no. is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my next project. Death metal. <laughs> Death metal, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one score for you. Okay, let's do it. All right, here we go. think i don't know but i love it i'm like oh my gosh it reminds me of something i would watch as a kid like it mm-hmm. sounds like it's from the 80s it's from the 80s yeah i can definitely tell i'm like oh my gosh that could be so many movies mm-hmm. um and it sounds so familiar i'm like oh i've heard this before because it was sure. like almost nostalgia <laughs> sort of yeah. right i'm sure you have it's by a a guy who well is a well the director also is the composer. Oh, um, Sean Carpenter. No. Sean, you say Sean Carpenter? No, I said John Carpenter. <laughs> that is correct. John Carpenter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you, I mean, that was the first name that come to mind. But movie, 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 movie. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not okay. No, it's not that one. Um, hold on, let me think. Shit. Uh, give me. Can you give me a year? Nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. The thing. No. Nope. Damn it! That's not even a John Carpenter movie. I'm going nuts. No, that is a John Carpenter. Is movie. it? Is it? Okay, I was like, okay, wait. Um, mm-hmm. Oh shit! Is Adrian it- Barbo. Is it? And it's not, it's not creep show. No, 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 nope, that's nope, that's um, that's um, George, George Romero. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Oh, it's not Tom Atkins. It's 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 not prom night, is it? No, it's not prom night. Well, you said you said something about a prom, and then so she's prom Halloween. No, I didn't say anything about a prom. I said Adrian Barbeau is in it. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Tom Atkins is in it. Oh, oh my God. I don't know. Shit. There's a a lighthouse. There's a lighthouse. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. There's some ghost pirates. Not pirates, but there's... 
ghosts. God, is it something I haven't seen? Oh my god! I don't think so. They did a remake in two thousand five. That was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Oh my god! They do remakes for like everything these days. It's true. You know what? I I guarantee people listening right now are like, "Put you what the fuck? What, this is what it is. Come on, come on. This is what it is. Come on, girl. You got this. You got this." Stephen King wrote a movie that has a little bit of similar things going on, and that movie's called The Mist. Oh, the only the 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 I don't know. The it's not the fog. It is the fog. <laughs> so, uh, your fun fact: I've never seen the fog. You've never seen the fog? <laughs> no. Oh my god! You have to watch that. One. Really? I always thought yes. it like just sounded dumb. So I just oh, no, no, it's a great movie. Great, it's a great piece of uh, of cinema for the eighties. I mean, especially you know, it's got the the great score, and again, all those people I just mentioned are in it, and Carpenter's directing, so you can't go wrong. It's yeah, a good movie. Apparently, I was like, I know I've heard this before, so it's funny that I recognize the the score, but haven't seen the movie. It's funny. Put that on your to do list. Yes, I've got it right. noted. Awesome. That's all I got for you. That's all I got for you tonight, though. So. All right. Well, we're we just finished uh, Thanksgiving and all that stuff, so we'll be doing maybe one or two more. But here toward the end of the year, we're gonna probably do a little bit of a year in review, right? We're gonna review review our best uh, horror movies of the year. What do you think? Yeah. Oh God. Of course. Of course. Right. End of the year, we're gonna close it out with a bang. Awesome. Sounds good. All right, Bridget. You try to stay hard. And you try to stay hardcore. Hardcore. <laughs> go, go listen to some death metal now. That'll make you hardcore. That's right. Do it. <laughs> All right. See ya. Later. Wow. That's hardcore. Nothing harder. Hardcore horror with Mike and Bridget is a part of the Tennessee, 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 Tennessee Horror Podcast Network.